Welcome to the Ripple Effect Martial Arts Podcast. Hey everybody, today I'm super happy to have the Glenn family with us. It's Montana, his mom, Jacob, his dad, and Aspen. Can you say how old you are, Aspen? Um, six. Six years old. Wow. Officially the youngest person to be interviewed on this podcast. So thank you so much, you guys, for uh, hanging out. And can we just start off? Aspen, how did you start in karate? What brought you to martial arts? Um, so, um, I really liked lots of activities, so I just wanted to do it when I heard about it. Really? What did you hear about it? I heard about it when someone told me. Really? What did they describe? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember what they described. <laughs> That's okay. It's It was... So what... Can you tell me something? What about when you first came in for a class? What was it like in the school? I felt really excited. Mm-hmm. What you do do a lot of yells in karate, right? Or a lot of vocalization. Um, was that fun for you? Yes, definitely. Really? So you're you can be loud, huh? Yes. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> you're super quiet and attentive right now. It's really but I can see it. So mom and dad, tell us a little bit about what your experience was like. What what did you think before you signed up for your first lesson? So Aspen always just sees activities. And I think, you know, she reads a lot. So this is a six-year-old that is reading at a sixth grade level. So there's a lot that she's exposed to, but she's still six. So anytime she's read about something, she gets really excited about it. So I think she had exposure probably through a lot of different avenues. And when she saw karate and she saw ripple effect specifically, she wanted to go there. And so we went there just being open about it, thinking, well, Karate could be really good for her because it could help to round her out, you know, get her a little bit more physical and we'll just see how it goes. So when she went that day, we were really happily surprised with what the curriculum was and how well that would round her out and how it would give her a little bit more discipline and help her to just kind of ground down some of those things that she's getting exposed to through books and through other people because she's really social and help her to just put that all together for herself. So we were super excited after going to the first class too. That's awesome. You're super social and a reader. Sometimes those don't go hand in hand necessarily. And that's really cool, Aspen, that your mom says that about you. Do you have anything that's your favorite kind of thing to do in karate class? What do you like? Well, I did like um, what I did last time I went. It was where we all lined up and we tried to kick down the red and the and two wave masters. Okay. The wave masters, for anybody listening who doesn't know, what is a wave master? Oh. What's a wave master? A wave master is like a big, big pad that you practice on. Yep. It's a big, giant punching bag that weighs like 250 pounds, right? Awesome challenge, though. That was so cool. Because I just got to have fun. What if it fell over, though? Uh, the instructors um, had to do push-ups. So Mr. Miller was sweating, right? Ooh, don't do it, don't do it. 
Yeah, <laughs> did you make some instructors do push-ups because you guys yeah. knocked it over, huh? Wow, that is power, man. That's awesome. Yeah, Aspen, can I ask you about something? Because I heard about this from some of the instructors. You had a project at school that you took on. It had to do with recess in the oh, playground. It was a petition. What is a petition or, or what happened? Well, um, I'll tell you what PARK stands for first. Yeah. So it stands for Playground Assessment of Running and Kicking. And why did you make it? I made it because I thought that the first, second, and third graders should be able to go on the fourth and fifth graders' big playgrounds. Okay, wow. And that wasn't allowed at the time? The teacher said no? Yes. And you wrote a petition, and does that mean you got some signatures? You had to talk to people and tell them about your project? Yes, and I got 60 signatures. 60? Wow. Were they from kids, adults, both? Um, both. Really? Who did you bring the petition to? I bring it to our principal, Miss Henley. No kidding. And what did Miss Henley say when you had brought the petition? She said maybe we could have a trial run. Wow. Dude, and you had to meet with her, right? She said oh, wow. if you got enough signatures, you could meet with her. She'd set up a meeting with you and you could go over maybe doing a trial run, right? Yes. And then that happened, didn't it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then the trial run happened, didn't it? Yes. <laughs> this is incredible. Do you know that I think most adults, I can speak from personal experience, wouldn't know how to do that. Wouldn't If there was something hmm, I wasn't allowed to do, I would sort of think, uh, well, I guess that's just not allowed. And it takes a lot to think, well, why isn't it allowed? Did that, is that something that you thought about? Like, well, wait, why am I not allowed to go on the bigger playground? Yes, especially in first grade. I mean, because you're 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 big you're experienced in first grade what what did you what did you think about or what 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 did you want to do on that bigger playground well um i thought about why can't the primary students go on the secondary students playground so your principal it sounds like mom and dad do, is this what happened sort of listened to the argument and said yeah actually this seems reasonable or what happened Absolutely. I, we were just blown away because it was really her, all her, you know, all in her own mind that she decided to go about this in a very diplomatic way. And I think that's why the principal was so impressed because we were even impressed. We came to get her from school. I think it was the second week, the Monday of the second week of school starting as a first grader. And she had this group of kids gathered around her and she had a sign up sheet because this is an organization that she had created, this P-A-R-K. So she had all these kids signed up for this organization. And then she said, tonight, I'm going to create a petition. Mm -hmm. And then she decided that she was going to get 60 signatures. And so the next day, first thing in the morning on the playground, she's out there with her, her little clipboard and her sign up sheet her, or her uh, petition. And she's getting all these signatures and she has no fear. She went up to teachers. She went up to parents. She went up to students. It didn't matter. So for her, it was just logical. This is what you do. 
because something's not fair. So this is what you do. So I think the principal was just really um, impressed with that. And that's why she was so willing because it's such a good example of how you would create change. Well, the really, the funny part about that too is we asked her, so what does P-A-R-K stand for? And he's like, the whole thing. And what does assessment mean? I mean, asked him. Like, I don't know, but it fit. It had, there had to be an A, but she wasn't sure what it meant. She just knew it, it would fit somehow. So we told her like how even good that was of, a, of an answer. And that was pretty comical to me, especially because <laughs> like, I don't know why this works, but it works really, really well. So let's do it. Yeah. She created that. And, you know, because she just reads a lot. So <laughs> Ask me, do, your, do your parents use big words around the house? I can kind of already tell the answer. Words like comical, assess. <laughs> these are, these. this is great. Do you know that it's an acronym that you created? You probably know that word, right? That's, that's unusual for, you know, most people don't just kind of go around conceiving of acronyms that make a lot of sense that can help people understand concepts. And this is, this is wonderful. Have you guys ever been at the karate school? This has, doesn't happen quite as much during COVID for obvious reasons, but a tradition is being on the mat. And then the instructors say, go out into the audience, find someone you don't know and ask them a question, learn something about them. So that kind of reminds me what your mom said about what you did, you were going up to people that you didn't necessarily even know. And you're talking to them about things that are important. That is an incredible leadership skill. You, you say you're surprised by it. And I totally relate to that feeling, just like astounded. Uh, do you have those qualities? Or do you think you, you demonstrate that for Aspen? Where does she get it? I think that we have tried really hard to give her what we didn't necessarily have as kids he and I both were very shy as kids. And then I moved around a lot. And I think I was given the opportunity through moving around to kind of reinvent myself and create that confidence for myself. But I did not have it as a child. And so we just don't, we don't tell her that she's limited. We make sure that she doesn't feel limited and that all things are possible, you know? So she never even, I think that's what we're most proud of is that she never even had the thought that this is a big deal going to talk to adults. This is a big deal trying to change something. She just thought, this isn't fair. How could I change it? And she did. That's awesome. <laughs> I, do you think that that is reflected in, in karate or, or that environment? Do you think so, Aspen? A so. lot. Good. Who do you admire in the karate school, Aspen? Is there somebody that you look up to and say, wow, this person's super cool? Um, Miss Macy and a lot of other instructors. That's awesome. What what uh, what about Miss Macy do you think is really cool? Or how, how does she lead, do you think? I just I just know that she is a good teacher and a black belt. What does it what does it mean to be a black belt, do you think? It means to be helpful and be a leader. Nice answer. And you, you really have to earn that black belt, right? I think what you've demonstrated already. What is your belt rank right now, Aspen, actually? Tell everybody. An orange belt. An orange belt. Wow. And orange belt for anybody who doesn't know, what are the first or what what were your belts before orange belt? 
my belts were white belts. Um, I actually didn't go to Little Ripple. But, okay. So I went to white belt, gold belt, high gold belt, and now I'm at orange. Orange. You're you're kind of in the first stages of that progression towards black belt. I was going to say about like another role model or leader for her is Mr. Thompson, too. That's um, the board break in Johnstown that we all went to. She was really, I'm not sure if it was fearful or just like the stage presence was tough for her that day, but he really helped her to push through that and then kind of overcome the the challenge and the difficulty of, of course, the physical aspect, but just the I can't and I won't type. That's another big one too, right, Mr. Thompson? Yes. He's been like holding your hand all the way through and pulling through some stuff. Yeah, because even though Aspen's hands, yeah. very, very confident in lots of ways that I think they're working on in karate, for her, there are certain things that if she's got it in her mind, obviously it's a, a good it's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing. There are certain blocks of, I'm not going to do it. I won't do it. And Mr. Thompson particularly has been really good with helping Aspen to push through that by helping her to physically do the thing that she isn't wanting to do and really connecting that she can do anything. And so it's just helping her to grow in those ways. Right. That's yeah. awesome. Tell me about the board break Aspen. Did you break a board? Yes. Did you, what, what move did you use to break the board? Um, I used a palm strike. A palm heel strike, nice. Did it take one try, more tries? More tries. How did it feel when you, I know this feeling for me, by the way, of striking a board and it not breaking. What did it feel like when it didn't break the first time? Well, I knew that I was going to break it anytime. Really? You knew, do you mean if you kept trying, you would break it? Yeah. That's awesome. You know, when you have other kinds of problems, like a problem on homework and it's really tough or a spelling question and it's like, oh, I don't know if I know how to spell that word or a problem with a person, a friend, you know, like an argument or something. Do you feel like, yeah, I can work this out. I can work this out. I can ask for help. How do you approach other kinds of problems? Well, I just approach it with confidence. <laughs> your answer says it all yeah i think aspen has really grown a lot you know we thought karate would just be sort of another activity because again she loves activities so we just thought okay we'll see how this goes but it's actually become probably her primary activity that we think is helping her to grow and learn the most and they bring it all together they even bring in school and um, make sure that she is using her black belt attitude when she is at piano, at school, at dance, you know, all the other activities that she's in. And so we really feel like it has helped her to become much more well-rounded and reflect on what she's doing and how she's doing it. She's really become a lot more polite and she's been able to work through problems when she was getting stuck before. That's kind of her thing. She's confident, but sometimes she'll get stuck because she's wanting to do it a certain way. So I really think that it's helped her to see how she can just manage all of those things better. That's so cool. All right, like your timing question too. That was a cool part about the break as well. Um, the one she went in with as she decorated and everything too, it was signed by Mr. Thompson as like a goal for the future. 
So yeah. I think that's the answer to your question earlier in terms of timing to keep working towards that piece too, mm-hmm. to build like the inner strength and confidence, which is what Montana's saying there as well, just to bring it from the inside out and like just let it shine pretty strong. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of hard work in karate, right, Aspen? There's a lot of push-ups, sit-ups, squats, kicks, things like that, right, that are working you out hard. Do you, do you feel that? Do you feel like kind of your muscles burning and stuff when you're in a hard class holding a yeah. side kick? Who's your, who's your tough instructor? Who pushes you? Miss Garcia. Miss Garcia. I believe that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, you know, there's also the inner straight. It takes a lot of patience, right? You talked about running the lineup. Sometimes you have to stand at attention for kind of a long time, right? Is it hard to have patience, do you think, when you're on the karate mat? Um, Not really. Really? You can stand super still? What do you think? Not mess with things? I am better with not messing with things. <laughs> it's hard, right? It's so hard to be still sometimes. Years and years ago, I saw this PBS documentary about Israeli soldiers and uh, part of their training was doing all of the kind of super hardcore soldier boot camp stuff. And then part of it was, do you know what they had to do, Aspen? Stare at a white wall standing up for hours without speaking and without moving. A lot of the soldiers said that was the hardest part of this whole experience is that not fidgeting, basically, trying to keep your, your focus. What's something that you like about school? everything really you love school yeah (laughs) everything when i say what were your two favorite things of the day what do you always say recess and everything (laughs) yep (laughs) (laughs) i know you appreciate recess because you got access to the super cool playground equipment do the karate instructors ever talk to you about school or your report cards or anything yeah, what did you earn? Um, I did earn a gold star, which I have on my leadership uniform. Tell us about the gold star. How come you got that? I turned in a report card. Your report card must have been pretty good to get a gold star for it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't know what to do with Aspen with that kind of a thing, because over the summer, she turned in her summer reading list, and it was 13 pages long. <laughs> And that probably wasn't even complete. So they gave you stripes. Did you get 13? Oh, you got 13 stripes. (laughs) Oh, wow. Your belt must be free. Wow. What belt did you have when you got the 13 stripes on it? It was white. The white belt. Okay. Those stripes look really good on a white belt. I, I, I love that look. Good job. When it comes to Aspen, the the karate curriculum, the homework per se, learning your blocks and punches, learning your um, combinations. And have you started to learn Chunji yet? Um, I actually know it very well. Gold trophy on my tournament. Wow. You won a trophy for Chunji? Yes. That is awesome. I didn't even do half. I did the whole thing except the punches, the front punches and back punches. At the very end? Because she had just learned that piece, right? They hadn't learned all of Chunji yet. And she insisted instead of doing the basics, she wanted to do what she had learned with Chunji. So I said, okay, but you have to practice every day. If you're going to do that, are you willing to do that? And she said, yes. And she really did. And she did great. Wow. That's amazing. What does a practice routine look like? How do you, how do you start to practice? I practice 
Well, first we had the video, right? Miss Garcia did it and we went online and watched that video and we made sure we're doing it correctly because she had just started to learn it. So we watched that video a couple of times and then you repeated it and we kind of broke it down to make sure Mm -hmm. that you knew all the different pieces, right? Yeah. And then you did that every day. (laughs) How are you guys at Chunji? Well, we're okay now. Yeah. (laughs) You know which way to turn and everything? Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Um, Like she has a dance form though too, which is nice because she's Mm -hmm. in ballet and jazz and tap and stuff. But that's the really nice part about like that physical movement for her, in my opinion, just she can see it kind of flow and she probably like some sort of music going in her mind when she does it. She's a very musically driven kid too. Um, So I'm sure she has like a song. She's humming right now. Um, (laughs) Oh, beautiful. So you play piano? Yes. How does music fit into your life? What what do you like about piano or, or music? I just like it a lot. I think for her, that's sort of a weird question because this kid is never not humming something, creating her own song, doing something with music. She's always loved music. We think that's part of why she can lead the way she can because she was in a music program when she was three months old and we went all the way until she was five and went through the program and then kept going with it because it was so good for her. It really helped to calm her down. She was a a pretty um, precocious and intense kiddo um, as a baby even. And so we would use the, the music from this program in the car, we'd do it for nap time, we'd do it if we were calming her down and she would look at the pages of the books as we were singing or we were going through and pointing out the pictures and pointing at the words. And then one day when she was two or around two, maybe she wasn't even two, she pointed to the screen. We had maybe Pandora or some kind of music program going on. And a song came on that none of us had ever heard. And she said what the song was. And we all said, did you tell her that? (laughs) And we thought maybe she had memorized her books because we knew she was kind of reading, but we thought she memorized them. But I guess she had just been reading. We never taught her. She just started reading. That is awesome. Aspen was in a music program that was years long. Did um, signing up for karate and learning that black belt program is also to earn your first degree black belt is about a four-year commitment. Did that sound like you had already kind of experienced something like that? Yeah, I feel like when she's really committed to something, she's going to go all the way through. We have no issues with that. We just needed to make sure it was really something she wanted to do because if she wants to do it, she will get it done. <laughs> Aspen, do you know who is also a musician at Ripple Effect? Yeah. Mr. Thompson. He plays the drums. You should ask him about that sometime. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> you just can't help kicking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're off hours, huh? I, I know that feeling really well. Well, I know two things about aspens, aspen trees, that is. Do you, you know what they are by any chance? Have you ever been up in the mountains and seen all the aspens growing and changing colors? Yes. And do you know they're all one tree, essentially? Underground, their bases are all connected. It's kind of an amazing thing, just for miles and miles. Because that's why she's named that. Was that a, you love aspens or tell us about that? How'd your parents name you? Yes, we love aspen trees. She knows she's named after the tree. Some people think it's because I have a place name. And so they thought, well, we're just naming her after the place. But it's not for aspen, the the town. It's for the tree um, because we love Colorado and we love aspen trees. And I think 
just that fact right there is a really big deal. And actually it's the logo. We have Aspen trees interconnected as our logo for our acupuncture practice. Wow. And you know, the, the other thing I know about Aspens is that you can use them as sunscreen. Native Americans used to rub their hands on the outside of the Aspen trunk and there's kind of a black uh, powder that comes off and that has some mild sunscreening effect. We did not know that. That fits in beautifully. <laughs> um, I actually know that sands can be sunscreen too. Sands can be? If you rub sand <laughs> on yourself, um, it won't make you so hot anymore. We need to ask for that. Do not take this as medical advice. You know, you guys are so super fascinating and I appreciate so much you guys taking the time to talk. Do you have anything else, Aspen, that, that you want to find out on your black belt journey? Is there something that you're excited about? Well, I do think that I could be a teacher. Yeah, what would you like to teach? Um, I'm not sure. Just wants to teach. That's why she wanted to join leadership was because she wants to be a teacher. She wants to be an instructor. That's awesome. Well, I really can't wait to see you and your awesome kicks on the front <laughs> of the mat. And in the meantime, just know that you're really inspiring people by your reading, your music, and again, those super awesome kicks. Ask me anything you want to say to everybody who's who's going to listen to this, all your friends. There's going to be people listening. What do you want to say? Well, um, if there was time, there was another thing I was thinking about. Oh, please. Tell us. Um, so after the petition, I started something called the Pup Scouts. Pup Scouts. Like puppy? But okay. Pups. The Pup Scouts. What do the Pup Scouts do? Um, mostly clean up trash. For real? Yes. Yeah. So she started... How did how did you come up with this? Tell them the story. Well, I came up with this because I wanted to be a scout of some sort. So I came up with my own scout, the Pup Scouts. Miss Lyons has a sign-up sheet. Yes. Right? And so people sign up and they are part <laughs> of the Pup Scouts and Aspen helps to clean up trash on the playground. <laughs> That's so great. I bet everybody loves that. Having a clean playground and schoolyard, I tell you, your leadership is outstanding. It's totally awesome. Hey, Aspen, keep being a leader at your school and at the karate school because people look up to you. They really do. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so you. much. You. This was great. Thank you for listening to the Ripple Effect Martial Arts Podcast. Find episodes and more at rippleeffectmartialarts.com.